Welcome to the Family Bible Journey. Did you know that when you subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Facebook and Instagram, that you actually make it easier for other people to find the Family Bible Journey? So please, follow and subscribe. And thank you for listening. This is episode 17, season 1 of the Family Bible Journey New Testament podcast. Today we're looking at Matthew chapter 11. The title of today's podcast is Come to Me. We're going to read verses 25 to 30, the last five verses of this chapter, as our key passages for today. At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all who are labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will receive rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Chapter 11 of Matthew's Gospel begins with John sending his disciples to see Jesus. And John sent his disciples to Jesus because his own ministry was being fulfilled by Jesus, who is the Christ. Now, I've heard Preachers suggest that maybe John was suffering a crisis of confidence because he had been in jail because of Herod Antipas, which is the son of evil King Herod the Great who tried to kill little baby Jesus and all of the boys in Bethlehem when Jesus was born or shortly after he was born. But I don't believe that John is experiencing any sort of a crisis. No, what he's doing is he is handing his disciples off to Jesus. They're coming to Jesus because John's ministry very soon here is going to end. And when it does, Jesus is going to pick up right where John left off because John is the conclusion of the Old Testament. An important passage for us to recognize as Jesus is saying great and wonderful praise of his cousin John who was going to lose his life for the sake of his ministry. Jesus says, For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John, and if you are willing to accept it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Jesus tells us that with the end of John the Baptist's ministry, the Old Testament ministry of prophets and law, it has come to a conclusion because Jesus is there to fulfill that ministry. And the New Testament that is going to begin or is beginning or has already begun actually at the baptism of Jesus at the beginning of his public ministry. Yet even as Jesus commends John for his faithfulness in executing his ministry as the last of the great Old Testament prophets, he's also condemning many of the people who came to hear John and listen, but did not take what he said to heart. Listen to what it says in verses 18 and 19. Jesus says, John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, look at him, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is justified by her deeds. I have one of those little words of wisdom sections right there on chapter 11, verses 18 and 19, for those of you who are journaling with us through the Bible. And again, for those of you who maybe are just listening to this podcast for the first time, if you want to see what it looks like when I journal in my Bible, you can go to Family Bible Journey on Facebook and Instagram, where we've got a lot of posts there showing many of these imperfect as they may be and as illegible as my writing may be, examples of these notes. And it says, be true to yourself. Now, I don't mean that in the current cultural context, but rather recognize that it doesn't matter what you do or who you are, that people are going to take issue with you, how you act, the people you hang out with, whatever. And so Jesus gives us here divine permission to be comfortable in our own skin because neither he nor John the Baptist were good enough for their critics. And this hopefully will free many of you who are consumed by trying to please other people 
to the point of your own personal harm and detriment to recognize that you're just never going to make everybody happy. So just don't even worry about it. Embrace the person that God has called you to be and live comfortably in your own skin. But this warning isn't just a warning to the people then. It's a warning also to us today not to think too highly of ourselves. At the same time I'm telling you to be comfortable in your own skin, we don't want to think too highly of ourselves either because that is human nature. We like to think that we're the best. And even if we don't think that we're the best, it is human nature to think that we're at least a little bit better than most other people. This is a manifestation of human pride. And human pride is unhealthy for us. And is spiritually, it can cause us great damage because the reality is that if we're so good and we've got everything figured out and we can do things at our own strength, then the reality is that we think that we don't need God. That's not the reality. Everyone needs God. But we think that we don't need God. And this sort of thinking can lead us away from God. And we take pride in all sorts of things, do we not? Uh, we take pride in our sports teams. We take pride in our hometown and where we're from. We take pride in our denominational uh, affiliation. We take pride in our ethnicity. All of these things in and of themselves are not bad. They're a part of who God has made us. But if we put stock in those things and look down on others who aren't like us for whatever reason, then we are setting ourselves up for disaster. Think about it. The three communities that Jesus lists in his continued discourse here are Bethsaida, Chorazin, and Capernaum. Capernaum is the town where he lived. Bethsaida and Chorazin are two towns that were within five or six miles of ancient Capernaum. Jesus had literally preached in their synagogue. He had healed people. He had raised the dead in these towns, and yet many of the people simply refused to believe in him. And so they had every right to think more highly of themselves than anyone else because out of all of the places in the world and all of human history, it was those particular towns at that particular time that God chose to send his son. And so we can say that Jesus literally lived and taught and preached and worked among them for three years of his earthly ministry. And yet many refused to believe and rejected him. And by rejecting him, they rejected the father who sent him. Because that is what our wills will do if we are left to our own devices. And so Jesus here is encouraging them, he's encouraging us not to take pride in where you're from or who you think you are or whatever particular religious or denominational affiliation you may have. Rather, recognize that he has come to seek and to save the lost, the hurting, the erring, and the wayward. And so if we want to come and receive his blessing, we do well to recognize the evil of our human pride to put ourselves on the same plane or playing field as everyone else, even better yet, elevate everyone to slightly above your status. Look up to them and look down upon yourself according to your spiritual nature because there is not a thing in us that is going to come to Jesus willingly, but rather reluctantly and only by an act of his grace and the blessing of his Holy Spirit. And this is where we return to the words that we began our podcast with in verse 25. And I'm going to read this section again. And for those of you who are journaling with us through the Bible, I do have verses 28 to 30 highlighted in green. I also have a red Cairo on verses 28 and 30. And I have those circled in red where Jesus says, come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. And then the chapter concludes for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus encourages us to receive him as a little child would receive him to just listen, to follow, to trust to love the one who loves us back all the time, always and forever, even when we don't deserve it. 
That's why Jesus' burden is light. That's how our yoke is made easy, to recognize that even though all of the sins that Jesus is condemning the people and his contemporaries for, even though they live in us, we still, by his gracious invitation, get to live as his forgiven and redeemed saints because of the love that we have received from God in him, which is how we can come to him and unburden our souls, let go of our guilt, let go of our shame, and even though we may have a world of woe and worry and concern and care weighing us down, we can take all of those to him, recognizing that he will lift those burdens off of our shoulders and that he will carry us. He will love us. He will be the medicine that our souls need simply because of his great love for us. That is the essence of what it means to be a Christian, to recognize the greatness, the glory, the love, the mercy, and the grace that is God in our own human need and to see how they connect and how all of those needs that we have are met in Christ Jesus, who has come to be that shepherd of our souls. We come to Christ because he's come to us to bear our sin and be our Savior. If we convince ourselves that we have no sin, then we have no need for a Savior. But when we recognize the truth about ourselves and the truth about him, we see wonderful relief and we receive unending peace because he is who he is and we are who we are and he loves us all the same. So we conclude our podcast with our blessing. If you want to get in touch with us, the best way is through the contact form on our website at familybiblejourney.com. We love hearing from our listeners. Our blessing for today. May you come to Jesus knowing that the depth of your spiritual need finds its match in the depth of his love for you. Amen.